0: this is Sophia and Rhea and today we will be talking about food now food is a very diverse topic many different countries have many different ways of cooking one dish and today we're going to share our experiences with both being parents of immigrants Mm -hmm. and eating different food than what is to the norm in the U.S.
1: right food is really a thing that brings everybody together and I find that America's way of eating and the things they eat are very different than the rest of the world. Not necessarily better or worse, but definitely different. So we want to just talk about our experiences, the different kinds of food we eat, and definitely tell you how amazing both of our cultures can cook and how you should totally try our food. Yes, I am a huge advocate for Ecuadorian food. But before we
0: get into that, I think it would be very interesting for us to discuss firstly, the American culture around food and what we really eat often in America. Mm-hmm. For sure. So do you want to start, Sylvia? Sure. Now, I know it's kind of a stereotype that like, oh, Americans, hot dogs and hamburgers, french fries. But that is a part of American culture. Uh, It's, in my opinion, like sandwiches, mm-hmm. a lot of carb-filled things, a lot of breads. Mm-hmm
1: um very meat heavy as well oh yeah definitely like steaks and things like that mm-hmm. i think that america i'm not really sure if it has its own like cuisine but something that's like kind of cool about it is it's a place where you can find every kind of food like go especially the big cities go to new york go to chicago whatever and you'll find on the same street you'll find a chinese restaurant italian restaurant a mexican restaurant an indian restaurant a you know, Spanish restaurant, every kind of restaurant. And I think that's what makes it cool because while America doesn't have its own specific cuisine other than a few main dishes, it does really count as a melting pot.
0: Yes, because America in the end is a land of immigrants. Yeah. Now, the way Americans cook certain dishes that are traditionally from other countries greatly differ. I mean, I know for a fact that the pasta we have here (laughs) does not look like the pasta they have in Italy.
1: No, definitely not like there's these videos where italian grandmothers try olive garden and they are stunned that this is even called pasta
0: yes i've seen those where you know these people they're just so used to like their traditional food and then they come to the u.s and they try like i guess the mainstream i don't want to say fast food but like yeah americanized version of it and they don't even recognize it
1: Mm -hmm, definitely so it's almost like they've Americanized other foods and being Indian I know that Indian food has gained popularity in the last decade or so um but there's I feel like a lot more to Indian food that's not really discussed or eaten here
0: yes um you know what else I feel like I feel like a lot of uh food here that is like Authentically from this country isn't really because like they Americanize it to make it appeal Mm -hmm. like I know for a fact that many Chinese restaurants I say in parentheses or (laughs) quotation marks sorry they're not really like authentic Chinese places they'll Americanize things and people will just be like oh yeah Chinese food but it's not technically Chinese food it's American Chinese food
1: yeah it's like that stereotypical takeout orange chicken and rice (laughs) whereas if you actually I mean I think orange chicken really is Chinese but if you were to go out and have a meal, you're not just going to eat orange chicken and rice in China. Yes. Um. Also, something that really differs with American eating is the way that they eat. So we've talked about now what they eat. It's basically a mixture of all different kinds of food. But the way that they eat, I feel like, also plays a huge part in the differences between America and other countries. I know that, like, many Americans, they don't really view food as, like, a gathering time it's more of okay let's eat fuel up move on with their day it's really taking your lunch break and scarfing down a sandwich while you're working it's you know for dinner feeding your kids at one time feeding your husband at another time feeding yourself at another time it's not like a sit down and eat kind of uh mood
0: yes um i have friends who are like american have been american for mm-hmm many generations now and for them it's like okay we come home from school we have a snack me and my brother and then we'll go and then we'll have dinner and then my mom will have dinner with my dad and that's when we're doing homework Mm -hmm. but i know for my family at least and many other cultures that sitting down and eating dinner is like a huge event
1: Uh like it's not like you can miss dinner Mm -hmm, definitely and another like stereotype is american tv dinners it's you know, sitting down <laughs> and watching TV and eating dinner. dinner. Yeah. But I think, like you said, similarly to Ecuadorian culture, Indian culture is the same. Yeah, sure, maybe lunch, everybody's busy at school or work or whatever. But dinner is that one meal where everyone just sits down. There is some home-cooked food in the middle of the table and you all discuss your day. You you laugh, you talk. And not only with family, especially on weekends and stuff, also going out with friends and really taking the time to make eating not only about the food.
0: Yes, it's just about opening a conversation more than nourishment. It's about getting closer with your family or friends and just talking about not even just your life, maybe issues going around, politics, social media, whatever it may be. For us, at least my family and the Ecuadorian family I know, eating
1: is more like a vessel for conversation. Exactly, yeah, it's something that's there to enjoy and it enhances the situation, but it's not the main event. And I also know that, especially in Indian culture, everybody shares. You really cannot make an individual portion of Indian food. To make a, let's just say, like a chicken curry, you have to make a huge pot. And so, what happens is sharing is a very common thing. Whereas, I know, like in American culture, and we've adapted to this too since we do live in america you go out to a restaurant and everybody gets their own meal but with my family even if we're not going to an indian restaurant even if we're going to like an italian restaurant we share we'll get like one uh pizza and one pasta and we'll all just share everything it makes it more about the connection between the food
0: uh like ria said it's more about like communion i guess Mm
1: -hmm.
0: now i know for a fact that like My family and I, we are big connoisseurs of Argentinian food. Mm. And in Argentina, they have this thing called a parrilla, Mm -hmm. which is basically where they serve, like, a bunch of meats.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: that, you cannot make a parrilla for
1: yourself. No. That is, everyone sits down and eats together. Exactly, yeah. I've actually had something like that when I traveled to Argentina. And I thought it was such a cool concept because it's, like, All of these different things, and it's about trying, it's not about filling your stomach. I mean, it is, but it's more about trying the taste, the sensation, and it makes you feel. I feel like it makes you feel happier at the end of the meal because
0: it's not just about okay, I'm gonna feed myself for nourishment and then I'm gonna go on with my day. It's more like, all right, so let's catch up. How are you guys
1: doing? Yeah, exactly. And it's you know, try a bite of this, try a bite of that. It's oh wow, this tastes so, you know. Rich or this tastes so light, tastes so bitter, sweet, whatever. You're really engaging yourself, and you're engaging your brain in conversation. You're engaging your taste buds, and it's just a very present moment. Yes, but
0: now we have to get onto the main course, but of food.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited! I love talking about other cultures' food because I think it's so interesting.
0: I feel like a lot of other cultures. Yeah, we may have a lot of the same main components of the dishes, like, for example, chicken or Mm -hmm. rice. But the way that they're utilized Mm -hmm. in different cultures can vary by a million miles. Even though the countries might be right next to each other, their
1: spin on the dish might be completely different. Right. Even in India itself, I know that each state is so different. Each state speaks a different language, eats a different food. It could really be like its own little country.
0: Now, I have to talk about Ecuadorian food because my dear old dad and my mom are Ecuadorian. Now, the first thing that comes to mind for me when I think of Ecuadorian food is ceviche. Mm. Now, Ecuador ceviche can differ very much from Mexican ceviche or Peruvian ceviche. Because in Ecuador, instead of letting the, the lime cook the seafood... It's more like you use like your um like lime juice and you marinated it while you're cooking it, so mm. it absorbs the flavors more, and the fish isn't as raw, okay, and <laughs> it's very acidic, it's like a seafood salad. it has shrimp, fish, octopus, things like that, and it's served with plantain slices which. You know, I love plantain slices. Yeah. They're so good.
1: Yeah. They're I, called chifles. That's what they're called. Oh, that one's really good. I've only had Peruvian ceviche, I believe. So I'd be really interested to try Ecuadorian ceviche because I know it's a bit different.
0: Yes, I will bring you some next time. It is amazing. Now okay. teach me about something from India, please.
1: Okay. Well, let's see. Like I said, each place in India is so different. So you could go to the south and eat a meal that's very different from the north. But honestly one thing that is kind of all around india is just the use of spice if anybody knows about indian food it's that it's very well spiced and i my family particularly is from the south so we eat a lot of south indian food and that really features more coconut um, as well as more seafood that's kind of our food so one of my favorite foods, and I'm going to start with breakfast because it is the first meal of the day, we eat these things called dosas. And when you explain Indian food, it's a bit complicated because I think it's so unlike any other food. A dosa is basically a crepe of sorts. Um, It's made out of lentils and rice, and basically you blend it and then you ferment it, and it creates a batter. So you spread it on a pan, and you cook it with some oil, and then you can eat it with different sauces, which are called chutneys. They're just really good, and honestly, I feel like it's a very well-balanced breakfast.
0: That sounds really delicious.
1: It is, you should definitely try it.
0: Now, here's one of my dad's favorites. Seco de gallina, or similarly called seco de pollo. It's basically like, I guess, a chicken stew, but like you eat it with rice. Mm-hmm. My dad is in love with this dish. I, I think if he could eat it every day, he would. <laughs> And you know, my sister and I, since we're more Americanized, we're not the biggest fans of it, so right. my poor old dad doesn't get to eat it often. When he does, all you hear is mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm. so, but one thing that I like that we eat with basically every dish is patacones mm. or um, chifles or tostones. Now, these are Ooh. all plantains the the fried patacones is where you take a thicker piece of cut plantain and you like smush it down Mm -hmm.
1: which i don't understand how that makes it different but it does i think it makes it more crispy i
0: think so too
1: i've definitely i've had tostones and i don't know if those are a bit different but they're just so good yeah they're
0: uh instead of like the patacones where they cut it thickly and they smush it they cut this one like i don't know uh m- more thinly but not like paper thin mm-hmm. it's like a small thinness i suppose <laughs> and then they put that with salt and then for chifles they cut it like really really
1: thin okay and it's like almost
0: like um potato chips and like crunchiness
1: you okay know what I mean? yeah yeah i definitely see that well for indian food i want to talk about some street food because a really big part of india is street food now, if you're ever traveling to India, be careful because you never really know how sanitary things are. And coming from the U.S., our, let's just say, stomach isn't as strong as some of the locals. But one thing you can find not only on the street but in restaurants too, it's called Panipuri. Panipuri is literally amazing. It just blows my mind how good it is. Basically, you get these little uh shells and they're pretty small. They're just like a small ball and you make a little hole in it. And then inside, you fill it with a mixture of like potatoes, and they're just spiced potatoes. And then you put this water. Now, this sounds really weird, but it's basically a water that they cook with some different like herbs and spices. And you put that in there, and you just put the whole thing in your mouth. And it's like a burst of um, water. And it's kind of hard to explain, but it's really cool because it's like a street food and they're kind of like little shots, um, but you get to eat the shell as well.
0: Now, I think that street food is so cool. Yeah. I personally can't eat a lot of street food since... Mm-hmm. You know, I have my little gringa stomach. <laughs> I can't take a lot of stuff. But I know this is like a popular street food. And then, uh, you know, family celebrations, events is called ornato. Which is basically mm. like a... It's like a spit roasted pig. Ooh. And and then they they like turn it over the fire. I have seen that. That is oh my gosh, like, in Cuenca, one of the towns, you'll go by and you'll just, like, see people cooking it. And they'll, you'll see, like, people on, like, plastic tables and plastic chairs and they're just sitting on the side and they're eating it because
1: they just bought some ornato. It's it's quite a sight. <laughs> that is some, That does sound really cool. I've seen that in other countries, too, and I feel like it's just this, again, communion thing. It's, like, this huge pig for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um. But in India, let's see. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite Indian foods because this is something everyone has to try. But it's hard to get because in my opinion, the restaurant version of this is not as good. You need somebody to make it for you. So if you have a good friend who's Indian, ask them to make you biryani.
0: Cough, cough, make me biryani.
1: I'll make you biryani, I promise. Well, my mom will make you biryani. <laughs> Basically, you can use any meat. Personally, we use chicken and goat the most. But there's also fish. Um, they do lamb sometimes. Just not beef because... Indian people mostly don't eat beef but basically you cook that and you put lots of spices again obviously Indian food you put lots of spices, you cook the chicken and then you layer it with rice, saffron, fried onions and you layer the meat and the rice and you bake the whole thing it's so good and I think a lot of cultures have something like this whether it's like a paella or any other kind of rice baked dish a lot of cultures have it but Indian biryani is amazing i have to give it a try that sounds really good it is for sure now i'm
0: gonna i want to do a little quick two-in-one here now um my parents are from manta which is a coastal town in ecuador so obviously if you're on the coast you're gonna eat more fish <laughs> right um there's this one dish that i swear i will eat at any restaurant because it's usually really good it's pescado empanado. it's I, I guess it's kind of in the name it's like breaded fish sometimes Mm. you'll have like pescado frito it's very similar but pescado empanado is better for me um they usually like they coat it in this like batter and then they oh my gosh delicious this okay and then you eat this with in america it's called mayo ketchup
1: uh okay yeah
0: um where it's just like mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together (laughs) and then you have like a little bit of like lime on top and it's Mm. just you have it with rice and patacones, and it's such, like, a fresh dish. Yeah. That's what I really admire about uh, a lot of Ecuadorian food when it comes to fish, is that it doesn't feel heavy.
1: Right. I think that's a difference between, like, some American food. Because some American food is, like, obviously you get your salads. But it's so weird that other cultures, especially like Ecuador, they can take something that sounds heavy and somehow when you eat it, it doesn't feel heavy. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh my god, I just ate a burger and now I have to go into hibernation for three months. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. So for me, I just want to talk about, you know, I'll I'll just talk about two things here. So there's something in North India, which some people may have had, it's called paneer. I'm not going to take too long to explain it. It's cottage cheese. I know that's gonna make so many people cringe, but it has more of a tofu-esque thing because they get all the water out and they make it into these small cubes. So basically something that my mom makes, and again I think this is kind of South Indian, it's called paneer ghee roast. Ghee has become a trend now in America, but it's been in India forever. It's basically clarified butter and you cook Clarify meaning they take the uh, milk fat off of it, so you're just left with that, like, golden liquid. So, basically, what with ghee, you cook it, and you add m- masala or spice mix to it, and then you add the paneer, and you toss everything. It's amazing, and spicy, if you like spicy food. Heck, yeah. Who doesn't like
0: spicy food, right? Um, At least, in my opinion, with Ecuadorian food, it's not very spicy. But if you mm-hmm. like spice, they put something called aji, which is basically, oh. like, hot sauce, but... It, it's, it has, in my opinion, it's, like, usually fresher. They add it with, like... Fresh peppers. Fresh thing. peppers. So, it, it's not as, I guess, heavy, again. Uh, yeah, like I Like American you. hot sauce. But it's really good. Yeah. Now, this one goes out to my abuelita. I love you. Um, She makes me this thing called pan de oh. oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Pan de is, like, a starchy, cheesy bread. Oh, is, like pa de Yes, it's very similar. Okay. Um, on the outside, it's like I guess crunchy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't describe it as like crunchy, but it's just like harder, and then the inside is nice and soft, and sometimes gooey, and it is so good. It is like my comfort food.
1: Please make me that because I love pa de and I can imagine that it would be just as good.
0: Now, something that we eat with bami at least what I've eaten with bami midong is either uh yogurt de mora. Uh-huh. which is, uh, I guess, like a berry, and then it's mixed with yogurt. Or you have batido de mora, which is like a shake made out of mora. Interesting. Is it sweet? Yes. Very oh, sweet, usually. Cool. And I don't know what it is about the U.S., but, like, I haven't really found something that's, like, exactly like mora here. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, labeled mora. But <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I, it's more of a unique flavor, and... To me, like one of the best dishes that I have to have every time I go to Ecuador is my little, um, my pastillo de mora and my bread, my cheese bread. I love it so much.
1: That sounds so good. I love the combination of like sweet things with cheese, like guava cheese pastries Mm -hmm. or I don't know. There's just something about it. Like it's also kind of a hit or miss. Some people like cheesecake and stuff. Cheesecake is like the American version of cheese and sweet, but it's just so good. Um, Kind of talk about something sweet that's Indian food. Personally, this is going to be a little controversial, but I don't really like Indian dessert as much as I like American dessert. And when I say American, I mean European. (laughs) But there's just something about it. I love desserts. I think that's something that America does pretty well, actually, in a lot of ways. Indian dessert is something... It's a bit more floral, I guess. A lot of, they, they use a lot of, like, rose water and things Ooh, like that. Aromatic. Yeah, a lot more aroma- aromatic. They use saffron. But one thing that is actually pretty good is called rasmalai. Rasmalai is this little piece of, like, cake almost. It kind of reminds me of Tres Leches cake, if you think about the texture oh. of that, where it's a bit spongy. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, they- and jugos- uh, the
0: the word in English, but uh, in Spanish, it's called jugosito, where it has that kind of, like, it kind of, like, oozes
1: out if you yep, touch Yeah, it. it's absorbent. Yes. It's exactly like that. It's and like sponge cake, but, like, soaked in milk. Like, right. think of that. That's exactly what Ras Malai is, but it's soaked in a kind of milky saffron rose water combination. It's pretty good, and it's great if you want something cold because it, if you eat it nice and cold and spongy, it's pretty good after spicy Indian food.
0: Oh, my gosh. That sounds good. I love spicy Indian food.
1: It is really
0: good. I just feel like so many different countries have their own like spin on certain things that obviously yeah i'm gonna love my pan de midong forever but Mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong i like pan de bono too right i like you know other cheese breads from other countries because like everyone has their own spin on it
1: and like nine times out of ten it's really good for me at least Mm -hmm. definitely i mean i love indian food but i could not eat it for the rest of my life i need variety i love Eating like a different cuisine every day. It's so fun and I'm definitely a foodie. So why don't we talk about some of the countries we, vis- we visited and the food we've had there.
0: Okay, well, I guess I'll start off with one of my favorite places I've been to. Shout out to my Uncle Tifo um, and his wife, Safa. And basically, there we were in this small little town near Toon where our hotel was. And he took us to this little place to eat, like, fried fish. Mm. I don't know if this is, like, exclusive to Switzerland, this, like, fried fish that we had, but it was really good. And, like, it it kind of reminded me of, like, fried and breaded fish from, like, Ecuador. Except it just... It was a different fish, so it had, like, a
1: different flavor, but it was still really good. That sounds so good. I feel like fish is something... Even though it's the same everywhere, like, each place does it so differently. And fried fish, you really just can't go wrong with that.
0: I know. it. To me, it's like fried fish, chicken nuggets, the same thing. <laughs> Yum.
1: Yeah, well, let's see. I guess a delicacy for me was when I went to Italy, I think a few years ago, uh, it was really eye-opening because the only Italian food I'd had was American Italian food. Olive Garden. Yeah, Olive Garden. Hut. <laughs> Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. But not only was the pizza and pasta there insane because it's just so fresh and simple and elegant almost. But one of the things I had there was a prosciutto de melon. And basically, that is cantaloupe with prosciutto. And prosciutto is a cured ham. It's so great. Just anything with that sweet and salty combo, it's like a fresh bite of cantaloupe, so juicy and sweet, with kind of that richer, more Mm -hmm. salty ham and everything just like... Uh Is amazing i love prosciutto prosciutto so good it's amazing
0: okay here is a, another dish that i like a lot now i was very fortunate like growing up there was this kick-ass chinese place not far from me and i used to get the steamed dumplings i love steamed dumplings mm-hmm. for me i feel like the fried dumplings are just like I don't know. Something about it is like too fatty.
1: Too doughy. Yeah.
0: Kind of. But I feel like steamed dumplings, it has that perfect balance of like having the dough and the meat. Yeah. And it's just filling. But at the same time, it's not like
1: I'm going to go into a food coma. Yeah. Because I feel like, again, it's just so elegant and delicious. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I didn't mention Chinese food because definitely Indian food, I almost feel like Chinese food is at least on the same caliber as Indian food. It is so great so diverse and i just love chinese or really any asian food for me recently i went to japan and one thing that kind of was cool for me was Mm -hmm. the fact that in japan their breakfast is so different than american breakfast for us i feel like you are kind of limited in your breakfast choices in america it's really you're either eating something super sweet which i love sweet breakfast don't get me wrong my oatmeal my french toast i could eat that forever or you're eating eggs but there what they did is they ate almost lunchy food for breakfast. So they had like oh. miso soup, white rice with fish, and some spicy sauce. And you get a cup of green tea. And it was really cool and different to see.
0: Now here's uh, Moroccan food from my grandpa.
1: Um, I really like tajin. Mm, I, think, I love tajin.
0: I, I I don't know. It's just like... I guess it's a simple it can be a simple dish or a really
1: complex dish yeah
0: but no matter how you dress it up it's always gonna be good
1: yeah it's super comforting and again since coming to america my mom has really adopted making different cultures foods Mm -hmm. and she makes this really good tagine with like chicken and she puts raisins in it and you know couscous i love couscous Couscous. (laughs) oh my gosh So good. And I just, yeah, differing the grains because we eat a lot of rice, but having couscous or bread or brown rice sometimes, it's cool.
0: Um, I know that this is the last dish that I'm going to mention from another culture. I know that my parents, we really enjoy Vietnamese food oh. because Vietnamese food is kind of similar to Ecuadorian food in the way of like soups and stuff right. like that. We really like full.
1: Oh, I love, uh, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. But we really like the soups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know for us that's like comforting. I agree, and it's just like a slightly different spin on it. That's
1: refreshing. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Again, my family loves pho and boba tea. Oh my god, boba, boba tea. See, it's a bit of controversy because I don't know if boba tea originated in Vietnam or Japan or another country. I've definitely heard people from each country say it originated in their area, so I'm not really sure. But overall, boba tea and pho is like the perfect combination. Anyways, although I could talk about every country and the amazing food in each place, that's really all we have time for for today. Now,
0: I agree with Rhea. Food is really great. But we can't really talk about it all day or else our mouths will
1: start watering. Mm-hmm, Definitely. Good thing we ate before this. Otherwise, I'd be starving.
0: <laughs> we really worked up an appetite talking about food.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, thank you for listening. And, of course, please leave us any food you think we should try from the place you're from. Yes. We're open to any and all cuisines. Of course. We're both foodies at heart. So, anyways. Thank you for listening in and we'll see you next week on the Dumb Teenagers Opinions on podcast. Bye. Bye. This week's
0: song recommendation comes from a movie about a fellow foodie, Ratatouille, and it is called Le Feston by Camille.